You're listening to the Frugal Spender Podcast, where we have conversations about the one thing you've always been told not to talk about, personal finance. Hey guys, and welcome back to the Frugal Spender Podcast. This is episode number 37. In this episode, I'm going to do something a little different and discuss why I think it is that you need to look a little closer to home when worrying about money rather than spending so much of your time glued to the TV and being scaremongered by the news. And it may seem like a rant at times, but I feel it's important to talk about it because I am engaging with so many people online about money and I am getting a real sense for what people are focusing their energy into. And in many cases, I feel like it's misguided. In this day and age, we are surrounded by virtue signalling people who are doing their utmost to seem like they care about the right things and to let everybody know about it on social media. And I don't think this is any different when it comes to general discussions around finances, whether it's at a national or even at a personal level. From Brexit to NHS budgets to what Rishi Sunak has announced in his most recent budget about taxing the rich. Now let me start by clarifying. I don't think it's wrong for people to have an opinion on these matters or even to voice them to the world. The problem I do have, though, is when people spend their time consuming all of this information without getting their own financial house in order first. Thinking you're going to impact the economy by voicing your opinion on whether the Chancellor's decision on ISA allowances seems a little bit pointless if you don't even pay into an ISA regularly and aren't actively engaging in your finances. Something that sadly the majority of people in the UK aren't doing. Yet everywhere I go, people are complaining about inflation, interest rates, mortgage rates and tax laws. It feels like a massive distraction. Shouldn't we all be focusing on what we can control? The things that we can do on a daily, weekly or monthly basis that will have a real tangible impact on our lives and the lives of those closest to us. When I think about this, I can't help but think about Greta Thunberg. And bear with me. At the age of 15, she was skyrocketed to stardom with her climate change activism. She got sucked into a life whereby she was made to feel terrified that the world around her was about to end. Probably as a result of her parents and the groups they surrounded themselves with, but my point is that her view of humanity was, and by all accounts still is, grim. She is looking at the macro picture of how we as a human race are essentially just a negative impact on the planet. Now, Don't get me wrong, I believe humans impact climate change, but rather than making everyone terrified about the looming Armageddon, I think it'd be more effective at a personal level if we just did what we could do to improve the situation in our own homes, and then in our communities, and then if we get there, the world. And the sad truth is that a large portion of the world couldn't care less about climate change. Why is that, you ask? Because worrying about the environment is a privileged position to be in. One that means you aren't worrying about finding food to eat, trying desperately to heat your home, or even just get housing in the first place. Now, does that sound relatable at all to you at the moment? The largest contributors to climate change are those poor countries that are burning fossil fuels to stay alive. People who are literally burning wood and coal inside their house. Toxic as that is, and as toxic as for the environment as it might be, that's the only way to stay alive. Now, that might feel like a really big tangent. And maybe it was, but I really believe the ideas are linked. Focusing on a local level and giving people the information and tools to better their financial position and have opportunities to work and earn more money and get out of poverty will allow more and more countries to take positive action towards the environment in the future. The same goes for those countries like the UK or US. Get your own shit together first and then worry about those around you. If you are spending your days whining about inflation or the cost of living crisis and 
worldwide oil distribution, you are spending less time focusing on the things that will make you financially happier. Things like budgeting, becoming debt-free, building an emergency fund and investing each month so that you can see your net worth increasing. If the majority of the UK were doing these things, then I don't think I'd have this viewpoint. But the truth is, it is such a small fraction of the UK that are taking control of their personal finances. For better or worse, we now live in a digital age where we are exposed to so much information, too much information even. We can't process it all. It is the very reason why the headlines of stories you read are so important. That is usually as far as most people get, because we need to move on to the next bit of information to consume. We aren't supposed to know what's happening in the US, Australia, the Ukraine or Russia. We have evolved to focus on survival and building a community around us. We need to know what's happening around us, not on the other side of the world for something that, you know what, seems so alien to us. And that's not to say that we shouldn't hear about these things, but consuming it all the time is just not good. Focus on what you can control. I heard a really good quote recently on a podcast with Jimmy Carr, and I think it might have been the Diary of a CEO podcast, and he was talking about how to lower your anxiety. He said a great way to lower your anxiety is to literally write down everything that's currently in your mind that is bothering you. Doesn't matter how big or small it is, just write it down. Then go through that list and cross out everything that you cannot control. You should then be left with a list of things that you can influence, and then you can rank them in order of importance, and then you can action them. The truth is we carry around so much anxiety and including money anxiety from all the things that we hear on a daily basis, whether it is about the cost of living crisis or tax increases. And we just kind of walk through life with just this slightly raised bit of anxiety. We can't control any of it, but it certainly affects how we do things day to day. Sadly, money anxiety is very real and it's something that I still feel to this day. And it is certainly made worse by headlines and scaremongering. And even though I'm debt-free, I have an emergency fund and I invest every single month, I still catch myself getting terrified of interest rate rises and what Rishi Sunak might say next. For God's sake, this is why I got my finances in order, to feel peace. I should lock my phone up for a week and not consume any news. I know full well I'd feel more content, happier and more optimistic about my financial future. But sadly, it is 2023 and the information overload is going to continue. So all we can realistically do is our best to turn down the noise. So I thought I'd give you three tips that I use to keep as optimistic as I can when it comes to my finances. And I think you'll find them useful too. Firstly, face the truth. If you're anything like I was, you will likely pretend that your credit card balance or debt isn't there, or you're just going to tell yourself it isn't that bad. I'll pay it next month. Don't worry. If that sounds like you, then you need to be more honest. You might just be coasting month to month knowing that you should sort your finances out but nothing has pushed you over the edge yet so it can wait. Truthfully you are rarely in a worse position financially than you think you are but even if you are your money anxiety will almost disappear by just facing the problem head on. By knowing the truth about your situation you can then formulate a plan to get in a better position. Any progress from that point will snowball your positivity. Secondly unsubscribe from news apps. This is a huge one for me. I used to get bombarded on a daily basis every time I looked at my phone about the economic struggles that we're in. Inflation rises again. Police officers and nurses are forced into food banks. All of these headlines that are designed to evoke a reaction and it works. So to limit this overload, I just removed all notifications from the news apps and unsubscribed from as many email newsletters as possible. That's kind of fed me this kind of narrative. That way I can seek out financial news 
if and when I wanted to. And it certainly helped me spend less time stressing about the economy, allowing me more time to sort my finances out and come up with episodes like this that can hopefully help other people. And finally, and finally, take the time to write financial goals for yourself. When I started to get out of debt, the one thing that kept me motivated the most was constantly looking at compound interest calculators and tracking my net worth, regardless of how small or negative it was. It got me not only excited, but hopeful that I can build wealth without earning hundreds of thousands of pounds a year, like we're told is the only way to do it. I wrote down monthly, yearly and long term goals to keep me on the right track. And then every month I just make sure I review that and see if I'm you know, going off course slightly. And if I am, I can course correct. It made me laser focused on what I was doing rather than worrying about what the government was saying was going to happen. And there you go. I hope that this episode has given you something to think about at least. It's a topic that I constantly talk about in the comment section of most of my videos now, when people act as though their financial destiny is not in their own hands. Please don't take the easy option and blame the government or anyone else for your financial situation. That's not to say some people have setbacks or started behind. I'm not saying that, but the truth is you have to believe that you can control your future. Trust me, you got this. Guys, please consider leaving a rating or review for the podcast. It helps this information reach a wider audience and in turn, hopefully helps more people. Until next week, peace. Peace.